Hi, welcome back to another episode of Two Girls Talking About Commitment. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> this is our podcast, welcome. Uh, I'm Shanila. I'm Kelsey. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming back every Thursday to listen to us talk about stuff that we kind of know about, kind of don't know about. If you are listening, please share this on your Instagram stories or tell a friend about it so that we can get a little more Yes, tell a friend. Following. Tell them to follow our Instagram mm-hmm. page at Two Girls Talking About Commitment. When you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, um, subscribe to the page. Give us a like. Give us a review. Yeah. And then follow us on our personal Instagrams. I'm at Shanila, S-E-A-N-E-I-L-A. And I am at Kelsey Bree, K-E-L-S-I-B-R-E. All righty. Today, we are talking about self-care and self-respect in relationships and how that can affect your relationship. Yes. So, um, you know, we did our research and found a couple articles. And this first one is from mission.org. It was called Why All Relationships Mirror the Relationship You Have with Yourself. So there's some pretty interesting information in here about how self-respect will reflect uh, in your relationship and having self-respect and also lack of self-respect how those affect your relationship yeah I negatively mean, it, and positively so yeah. it's so true have you ever met someone that you're just like oh my god how are you always around all these crappy people or like yeah. how are you always treated like crap by other people yeah and then like you realize that they just like think they are garbage yeah. themselves so then they attract that so totally the unhealthy relationships I think have a lot to do with not respecting each other. And obviously, if you aren't respecting each other, then you aren't demanding the respect that you think you should have. Right. And therefore, you probably don't have a lot of self-respect. Right. So, you know, obviously, in the beginning of relationships, it's like the honeymoon phase. Of course. And everything's like... Sunshine and rainbows. Exactly. Super great. And... You kind of ignore like some maybe annoying, red flags. Oh, yeah, the red <laughs> flags. You ignore, you ignore the red flags a little bit, and you know make maybe make excuses for the person, yeah. and then obviously that honeymoon phase kind of fades out, and you start to actually notice all these like red flags waving Just in the waving wind. And the clouds cleared now. Yeah. The red flags are out to play. <laughs> Um, and you see them. Yeah. You know, I feel like this happened to me. Yeah? Yeah. I had, uh, I, I dated a guy and like everybody told me he was a bad idea, but I was like, no, I was in a bad boy phase. So, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to just see what, I just wanted to test the waters. Yeah. And like I said last time, I just jump in, you know, I, don't, oh, yeah. I, I, I ask questions You're all later. In. <laughs> so we started dating and then like, there was just a lot of things about him. I mean, he was like. I just feel like it's TMI, but he was, like, doing some bad drugs the first night that we met. Oh, yeah. Or, like, the night that we hung out. So, I was like, that's kind of a red flag, but he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God, am I too old for this shit? No. no I'm not. No. I'm going to do it. So, I, I proceeded to date him. And at first, it was, like, it was a lot of fun. We were always going out and... He wanted to go out and do things, and that was something that my ex, you know, we had become homebodies by the yeah, end of totally. our relationship. So it was nice to have somebody who always wanted to go out and do stuff and have fun and party. And then, like, five months in, it was just like, oh, my God, I'm always paying for the partying. Oh, my God, I let him 
not be so nice sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just a lot of things started showing up. And honestly, it took somebody else, like another guy, being like, dude, you are worth way more than this Yeah, for me to be like, oh, yeah. But see, that's not good either because then I was like using another guy to make myself feel better, you know, and that's not what you should do. You should have self-respect and care for yourself exactly. be okay with yourself before you let other people be okay with you. Yeah, exactly. And so you think that if you maybe had a better grip on yourself and what you deserved and like, you know, really more self-respect. I've been there too. Like I've been through the same thing and definitely... Looking back, I was like, wow, I didn't have a lot of self-respect. I was like, I I know I didn't. Um, you know, really in, in my high school relationship, I was just, you know, mm-hmm. first love sort of thing. And you're you just like, oh, that. totally. And you're like, this is going to be my one and only and all that <laughs> shit that, you know, never happens or hardly. <laughs> you let um, so many red flags go yeah, by when you believe that. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so, but I can definitely think back and be like, wow, I was treating myself like shit by Mm -hmm. staying in that relationship. Yeah. So do you think if you would have had a better understanding of yourself and more self-respect that you would have been like, no, that's not okay. Not going to happen. Like you wouldn't like, you wouldn't put yourself obviously in that situation again. Right. I don't see. I don't know. Cause like, I feel like I'm a good example of this self-respect self-care thing because being with my current boyfriend has he has he himself since he was my friend before he's helped mm-hmm. me figure out the good in me yeah. you know and yeah, he's kind totally. of helped me figure out my own self-worth so it's it's actually really funny because it backfired on him because <laughs> now i stand up to him and i'm like oh yeah no you can't do this or that or whatever to me uh-huh. and he's like damn it <laughs> he's like <laughs> but you damn know it, you're right i know you shouldn't depend on other people to help you figure out your self-worth it, that's what worked for me i guess same. and and honestly i i am happy that i finally figured that out because i feel like i was constantly putting myself in relationships where i would just let people walk all over me mm-hmm. and i would go 100% for them and they would go you know nothing for me uh-huh. and i feel like i surrounded myself with that and then what would happen is when i would finally want to stand up for myself or they do something that was just like not right They'd be like, "No, you're fucked up." You know what I mean? Yeah, and they would like make put it me back feel, on you, right? Friends, boyfriends, anybody. They would yeah, make me feel so like bad. I was shitty, and then I'd look back and be like, "Maybe I am wrong. Maybe I am shitty." Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like you really have to know that no, you're not mm-hmm. probably being shitty, unless you know everybody says you're crazy. <laughs> then maybe, then maybe you, might you be. are. But- maybe look at what you're doing. But if everybody's like, "No, dude." you're being treated like shit, then maybe you're being treated like exactly. shit. Yeah, I agree. So I feel the same and, and same with like my relationship now. I've definitely been more open with him about like communication, my life. Like I don't hold back, you yeah. know, because he's got me to that point. Yeah. Like he's made me comfortable to be that way. Past relationships, I just was never comfortable in it, you know, like, the communication wasn't great right and um they didn't care enough i feel like to get it out of right to like want to actually know what was going on or let you speak up yeah Mm -hmm. and so i just felt like it was unnecessary to but this relationship that's not at all how it is and so everything's always out on the table i'm not afraid to like speak my mind say how i'm feeling if something's bothering me just say it right then and there especially more recently our communication is just continuously gotten better and i feel 
you know, I, I kind of used to be a little cowardish, I guess, like something would be on my mind. I just keep it to myself. Yeah. And sometimes I wouldn't bring it up. Sometimes I would, but it would like be over a text or something. Cause I was like, I don't want to, I'm really bad <laughs> you know, at like confrontation. confrontation. I, hate I handle confrontation. it better over text. And, uh, I think we should break up. You know, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. So it's like now that's changed and we will like save any serious conversations for in person instead yeah. or be like hey this is something we need to talk about next time we see each other uh, or something like that so you and send like a we need to talk to you send like we need to talk no but it'll just be like you know this is on my mind and then yeah. you know we'll talk about it a little bit and be like well we can talk about it more when we see each other yeah um that's good and definitely talking in person. I mean, it's kind of awkward sometimes, but we'll we'll just say it and be like, "Well, this is awkward," and we'll keep talking <laughs> about it. Like, I feel like you can always tell with me if something's really awkward because then I just kind of look at the floor. And I'm, I'm the like, same. So, I'm like, like not gonna make eye like, contact. Yeah, and you like, like diddle with, with your something. finger. And you're yeah, like, that's so, so I'm me. Say something, and it's giving me anxiety. <laughs> that is so me. I do the exact same thing. But I think a lot of that also comes from having more self-respect from past relationships because I want to speak up and I want them to know what's going on and what I think and want and what's on my mind and not just keep that with me and like carry it with me. I want it to be out in the open so we can figure it out and compromise or, you know, come to an agreement or whatever rather than just let it all build up. Yeah. Yeah. So how, I don't think you realize it's self-respect until one day you're just kind of doing it yeah do you know a point where that happened for you I don't I don't know like an exact point I would say like even in my last relationship I had Mm self-respect um I we just weren't good at communicating so I didn't open up very much but there were also times where I I know I didn't have self-respect because I like wouldn't feel good enough. And we've kind of talked about that before. Um, And I think that's a big sign of not having self-respect. Like if Mm -hmm. you feel like you're not good enough, it's not because you're not good enough. It's because it's not a match. Yeah. Like Like it's not a match or that you don't go well together. Person is putting you down or something, you know, you know, these thoughts are coming from somewhere. And so I think in that sense, I lacked some self-respect, but I, we didn't respect each other a bunch in the sense like we were nice to each other yeah. and everything, but just in the sense of like maybe creating a comfortable yeah, environment. We kind of did our own things and we're yeah. kinda like, Well, I'm gonna do this and well just I'm individual gonna do roommates. This. Yeah. It was really more like that and <laughs> instead of a partnership. Exactly. So I think after getting out of my last relationship, I was like, I'm just, I'm going to do me. Like, and I'm, yeah. I, cause I, I lost myself in that relationship and that was a big reason why it ended. Cause I just didn't feel like myself anymore. Yeah. And other people noticed it too. Mm-hmm. Cause even now they'll see like, Oh, we're so happy to have you back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even realize, but. Um, you don't think about it until it's over and you start doing whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. So it's, that's a big thing. Is yeah, that it's, like I, a, it's like a, like a cloud. Yeah clearing almost yeah it is because I, rem- I remember that feeling when I got out of my last relationship and just thinking like I had to think like what am I worth who am I what do I want yeah and be willing to ask for those things exactly when I got into this relationship I was so really nervous I think that's kind of normal to like not necessarily want to be like I need this and I want this yeah. and whatever and demanding yeah. but once you get comfortable I think it's easier to be like I don't want to be a dick about it, but I need these things exactly. for this to work for me yep. and for this to be healthy. 
And somebody who matches you or somebody who's good for you is going to be like, okay. Yeah. You know, as long as you're not taking away from them. Yeah. And you're giving each other a, a fair share of respect and love and exactly. communication and trust and all those things. Like, it's so basic. It's so basic that you need trust and re- respect and all those things. But yeah. like, some people let that shit go. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. It, and you don't realize it until it's over. You're like, maybe I did treat them poorly. Yeah. Like, I think that thing says after the honeymoon phase, you start to realize all the bad stuff. And then it's like, oh, this is not good for me. Right. But if you don't care about yourself, you're going to stay in it. Right. Or you have some like resentment because yeah. you kind of like look back and you're like, oh, this has been happening the whole time. Yeah. Or yeah, things, I mean, and things change, obviously, like after the honeymoon phase. And if your relationship with yourself isn't healthy, then your relationship with the people around you likely isn't going to be healthy either. Right. A lot of it comes down to like communication, mm-hmm. compromise, being able to talk about conflicts and find resolutions and kind of have to lay your pride down and work together on issues. And you learn Stop being so stubborn. Yeah. You like you're gonna learn a lot <laughs> about yourself in a relationship too. Mm-hmm. You're gonna learn if you're selfish or not or, right. you know, high maintenance or not. <laughs> And honestly, if you're selfish or high maintenance, you can still find somebody who will be okay with that. Exactly. I've, d- I've seen, I've had friends where I'm like, oh, oh my God, how do you just take everything? And yeah. their partner's like, that's just her. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, damn, I'm with the wrong person. Right. Like, But the, it works for them and they respect themselves. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a mutual respect in that relationship. But like you were saying when we were talking about this before we started recording... Is that you feel like that honeymoon phase kind of comes back at some point? Yes. I I think that, so you have the honeymoon, then you like fight it all out, figure everything out. And I think that if you found somebody who's a really good match for you, you come back to the honeymoon phase, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all relationships are like this, but I, I feel like me and my current boyfriend have rounded back. You know, like we, we were in the honeymoon for like a year. We fought a lot for like a year or two. And now we've spent the last two years just being really happy and kind of understanding each other. I think if it's I think if it's not a good match, that's when you decide like I need to just get out of this. Right. I think that's why a lot of relationships only last like two three years. Yeah, probably because they went through the honeymoon, then they started fighting a lot, and they didn't want to stick it out. You yeah. know, they didn't want to see where it could go after. And maybe that. never stopped fighting or anything. Yeah, Things just didn't they get couldn't better. Figure it out. Yeah, they so, couldn't like find a resolution to problems and issues. Right. Like now, I can just tell my boyfriend I need this, this, and this, and he'll be like, "Okay, well, this is what I need," and then we can compromise about it. Mm-hmm. And, figure out what the problem was and work on it like we honestly don't have like real fights anymore yeah and that's the thing is you have to be willing to work on things you can't be like well this is me so take it or leave it like you've known that from the beginning (laughs) like that doesn't work in relationships yeah i know you know i've talked to people and i'll tell them things and they'll be like no why are you settling for that or why are you I'm like, dude, life is compromise. Yeah, 100%. The world is a compromise sometimes. You're not going to get every little thing that you want all the time, you know? That's not possible. I don't know who raised you, (laughs) but I know you don't get everything all the time. Well, and the thing is, is, you know, people do change. You do change throughout relationships. You're not necessarily going to be the same person in five years that you are right now or in 20 years that you are right now. You're going to change and your partner's going to change. And... 
I feel like some people kind of view that as a bad thing because like, well, I fell in love with this person at this time. Yeah. But it's I'm like- I'm sorry if you've known each other since you were 16 and you didn't expect them to change, like get over yourself. Yeah, that's not, that's not reality. And I feel like you should look at it, people should look at that in a positive thing though and be like, you're constantly kind of getting to fall in love with a new person. Oh my God. I don't know if I read this on the internet or if you told me this. I think it was on the internet, but- this thing said, I was talking to my friend's grandpa who had been with his wife for like 65 years yeah. or, you know, a very long time until she passed away. Mm-hmm. And he asked like, how did you guys make it work? And he said, a key thing was not me trying to change her or, you know, keep saying I fell in love with this person. Right. It was loving every new person she became. Yeah. And I with saw her. that too. Did I you see maybe that? we did talk about that because I saw that. I, I saw that and I was like, it was, that is so fucking precious. It was. Yeah. And that's so true though. Like if you're going to commit to someone, you're going to mm-hmm. commit to falling in love with right. who every they become. Person. Yeah. If they have 10 personalities that day, you fucking deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you. <laughs> both parties in the relationship are going to go through that. So, right. you know, it's not a one-sided thing. So mm-hmm. you have to take each other all the time. Yeah. And that is part of the respect. Honestly, like my boyfriend says, the only things that really matter to me in a relationship are trust and respect. Mm-hmm. So anytime we get in a fight and one of us is disrespectful, he'll, he'll straight up just stop and be like, no, you know, yeah. like he'll call it out right uh-huh. away if he's doing it or if I'm doing it or whatever, you know, Cause I do that thing in a fight, you know, like they'll say something and I go, (laughs) (laughs) and he's like, okay, no, (laughs) we're not, (laughs) we're not for, I get so annoyed that I'm just like, (laughs) and he's like, okay, you can't do that. But I, I don't know to that. Watch that and just laugh. You imagine laugh. just like some serious big fight we're yeah. going through, and I'm just like, <laughs> he's, he's done with me sometimes. That's great. I think uh, something else this article talked about the mission from mission.org is that you shouldn't be looking for someone else to make you happy or looking mm-hmm. for someone else to complete you. You need to be a whole person that is happy. You want to be able to hold on to your happiness no mm-hmm. matter what. Like, obviously, there's going to be good days and bad days. And right. um, don't rely on someone else in the world to be fill your, your happiness or, yeah, to fill your vo- void. You need to be a complete person on your own. Mm-hmm. And then you go into a relationship. Yeah. Like, I think you a don't. Lot of people miss that stuff. Oh, like, yeah. You have to fill your own happiness and find your own happiness and then find someone who fits that happiness. Yeah. Something that I have been told a lot is you can't take two halves of a people and put them together and have one whole person Mm -hmm. you need two whole people to come together Mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't work like you know you're trying to find your other half necessarily it's not really like that rely on someone else to fix you it's like you got to fix yourself a little bit yeah and you need to you know do the work for yourself You, you cannot expect or rely on someone else to fix you or make you happy or yeah it's it's not gonna happen and you will at some point realize this person doesn't make me happy anymore. Mm-hmm. And then what? You're going to just go look for someone that does again and like go through this cycle all yeah. the time? Like you'll never be happy. That was another thing that I was wondering. Like, do people, I mean, people like probably stay in relationships because they're scared that no one else is going to care about them or love them. Right. But it's like you shouldn't. I feel like that's such a terrible fear to have. I, I think it's a normal and natural fear to have. But I think it kind of sucks because it's like, yeah. There's so many people in the world. You don't think there's one other person out there 
or many other people out there that are going to care about you. Are going to care about you. It's, but, I mean, if you're in a shitty relationship, I'm if you're in a great relationship, I'm going to see if I can find better. <laughs> like, don't do that. But if you're in a shitty relationship, don't... It's okay s- to take a step back. Yeah, it? don't feel like you're stuck in it and you're like, well, they're great, you know, 40% of the time. So Oof. I'm going to just stick with them because what if I don't find someone that's great 90% of the time right like you will there's there's better people out there there for you you will find that person what what do you do personally to like take care of yourself you know what I mean like put yourself first like are, are there some things that you do externally maybe like relaxation things or you know to keep in tune with yourself yeah I think hanging out with my like making sure I'm hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. apart from my relationship. Right. Um, that's one thing just to have kind of, uh, I feel like that helps me keep in check with who I am mm-hmm. and not lose myself because, you know, when you're around your friends, you're going to be a, a little different. Yeah. I feel like that's when you're your most real self, I think. And so then, you know, you can kind of do that and then make sure you're taking that back into your relationship when you're around Mm. your significant other. And so I think that's a big thing for me. Other than that, something that's really big on me that I've always had, this is something I've I've had through every relationship and still do and will continue to, is I have a future plan. You know, I know what I want to do as a career. I know what my goals are. And that's not something I've ever compromised on. I've never let a a relationship hold me back from you know, going off to school or doing certain classes or traveling or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Um, if it's going to, if it's something that's benefiting my future. I mean, and I never, I'm never going to compromise on that. And so I think having my own goal that I can focus on helps me kind of keep in check that I don't need to rely on someone else for something all the time. Right. I have my own life still. Mm-hmm. Basically, I don't have to rely on someone else or I'm not going to start living someone else's life and forget about mine. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, I think having some goal of mm-hmm. whatever it is, if it's career oriented or life oriented mm-hmm. or traveling or something you're passionate about, hold on to that and don't, you need to have something that you're not going to compromise on. I kind of yeah. think, and I don't know if that's good advice or not, but I think it's good advice because works for me. when you have a goal, if you're with somebody who wants to suppress that or it's mm-hmm. like no you need to do these other things first it's like you're always gonna have you if yeah. that person leaves then you're like well i shouldn't have pushed aside what i wanted exactly like you know what i mean even yeah. if it seems like someone you could be with forever if they're willing to do that that's not like that's not right because you only have yourself in the end yeah and they sh- i mean sounds so like pessimistic like, but it's you true. only got you worry about yourself if you have a goal or something you're passionate mm-hmm. about, whatever, they should be supporting that. And they shouldn't try and say, well, you need to compromise. Like, you need to yeah. give that up or you need to push it off and wait or whatever. Especially if it's something that you've carried with yourself before you started that relationship. And, and I've made it clear in the beginning of my relationships, mm-hmm. too. Like, this is my life plan and this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, you know, so do whatever I need to do to make this happen for me myself. And... Hopefully we can, you know, make our relationship work through it as well. Because right. if you're, you and your boyfriend did break up, 
you want to still have your own thing that thing on. that you're like, well, I'm gonna just focus on my goal right now. Yeah, have you seen how fit some people get after breakups? Yeah, like, I've damn. seen it. Um, from for me, I just I think self care is really important, and I think that if you take care of yourself, it radiates to your other relationships and in your one hundred percent. And also, if you find your do things that make you find your own happiness, then that also radiates like outward. I do a lot of external things like self-care things because I, I, I'm yeah. working a lot right now. So mm-hmm. I try to make sure that I do things for myself that make me feel good. Like even if it's just like a manicure or you yeah. know what I mean? Like I do a lot of self-care because I know that that makes me feel better. And honestly, sometimes the thing that will make me feel best is literally just being by myself in a dark room yep. with like a mask on or something. Yeah, me too. Just like time to just relax and decompress. Mm-hmm. And I, I really enjoy that too. Uh, and then just recently, I've been more focused on the self-care, like going yeah. and getting my nails done. Just it's like one little thing. things, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know what? This is something... I need, yeah, because you know? it's gonna make you feel good. Yeah, you're like, oh, my nails. It's are like so a pretty. little boost. Yeah. yeah, and I think that little boost sometimes is what's gonna make you. It sounds so silly, doesn't it? But it's like that'll make you successful sometimes. Like, oh, just totally. Doing one small thing to make yourself feel good. Yeah. So, girls, get out there, pick, do something, go do something for yourself do every you month. Know that you can take care of you. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But you know what? I want to caveat. I will say. Neither one of us has kids, so like ignore all of this. If you have a kid, we <laughs> can't really kid, speak probably, to you. <laughs> probably compromise for them and take care of them first, you know. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once they can take care of themselves, it's 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 free game. Yeah. So also, I think something about the self respect in relationships is you got to own up to your like junk in the relationship mm-hmm. and commit to looking inward for happiness. <laughs> yeah. Um. You, you cannot sit back and think that you're perfect either. Um, <laughs> like, obviously know what you deserve and don't compromise on the things that you need necessarily. Com- have conversations about that, but own up to what you need to improve on. Because from there, I think, like, that's kind of how you maintain a healthy relationship. You can add value to your relationship mm-hmm. and your partner. Something else that I believe in is counseling and, you know, don't be afraid to seek out counseling, preventative counseling. Right. Like, don't, don't wait till it gets... for help. Yeah, don't, don't necessarily wait till things get bad and you need counseling. Just do some, like, preventative counseling, too. Yeah, like, um, as a couple or mm-hmm. even by yourself. Exactly. If, like, you know in your head that you're sabotaging your relationship or sabotaging your life maybe not intentionally but if you start to notice it like why am i doing these things yeah or if you're questioning a lot of things totally okay to ask for help yeah definitely i i just think more recently i think there's been more positive light shed on therapy and counseling and stuff but i think in the past it was kind of like looked down upon by people just in the sense they're like if you're seeking counseling or you're seeking therapy, yeah. you have an you're issue or you have a or problem. Or, it's like, no, yeah. I've got mommy issues and I need to fix them. <laughs> and who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't have issues? You know, everybody does. And so Every, sometimes you just want to talk to someone who isn't going to be like, well, I was there. Yeah. And this like is actually what happened. It's like, unbiased. I need someone who's going to be on my side no matter what I say. Exactly. They're just, it's like, <laughs> they are cares? your total support. Who cares if I'm paying them to be on my side? Fuck it. Yeah, whatever. You do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. I saw something in one of these articles that said, if you bend over backwards for your partner, but you know they'd never do the same for you, it shows that you don't respect yourself when it comes to your partner because you're letting them use you. I think that's something 
that's really easy to overlook in a relationship. Yeah. Like you have no idea you're doing it. I, I 100% agree. Until you ask them for something and they're like, no. Yeah. Oh, like, I what totally the fuck? Agree. I just did blah, 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 blah for yeah. you. I also don't believe in like using that against someone, you know, like. Right. I, I don't, I don't want to be like, why well, did this? You need to do this. Right. It's not an eye for an eye sort right. of thing. It's at more all. like if you're giving them 100% of yourself and you're doing things for them without question mm-hmm. i feel like they should kind of do the same for you like maybe you just need something small and if they're if they don't want to do it like take a take a step back look at that relationship right. if you're, like do they never do anything for me exactly if you, if they're always asking for favors from you right little things or big things and you're always saying yes you always do it and then you turn around and ask for the same mm-hmm. small or big favors and they always say no or like right more times than often mm-hmm. are saying no that they can't it's like too big of an inconvenience for them whatever take a step back are you getting what you need from mm-hmm. the relationship i was gonna say also maybe just stop bending over backwards for them <laughs> and yeah. don't say yes to everything if it's putting you out you know if you don't have the time mm-hmm. because they're not doing it for you but i guess you have to decide what type of relationship you want to be in right so if you're okay with Doing you know, stuff for someone and them not doing it for you. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. Why know. would you be okay? I don't know why you'd be okay with that. For example, if you're in a marriage and you cook and you clean and you work and you bring home money and you do the shopping and all these things, and they can't even come home and say thanks for doing that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and they're just like taking you for granted. It's, I think, a really good rule of thumb in life is don't expect things. That are given to you. Just right. know oh. that they are, what's the word? They're, they're not requirements. Right. They're nice things that someone's doing for you. Right. So I feel like people also lose their relationship when they get, when they forget to be grateful. Oh, 100%. And it's like, if your wife or girlfriend mm-hmm. or whatever has been making you dinner every night for the last however many years, and then just stops all of a sudden... Like, you're going to be like, what the Probably what the you fuck? fucked up. Like, they're, they're probably feeling, you know, unappreciated mm-hmm. and that you're not grateful and that you just expect it. Mm-hmm. And you're not really going to realize how much you do appreciate it until, yeah, until it stops it happening. happening. Yeah. I, when I was looking through for some articles today, I did see one thing that it was like the two words that save relationships. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on it because I was curious. And it was thank you. Oh, I thought it was going to be Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not I'm sorry I don't know your mind went. no I know at least it's not I'm sorry because that would could would... you imagine I would be like fuck but, you no, that how about a terrible the two words or fuck you yeah. I'm just kidding um, <laughs> thank you yeah thank you. it's just being grateful like don't I ever know. stop being, being grateful, grateful for somebody yeah yeah exactly so damn it's uh, so fucking basic right and we forget it so people just easily. forget that's why we're, you're listening to our podcast, mm-hmm. so we can remind yeah, you. Yeah, send us an email at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com and let us know your relationship issues or details or whatever. Yeah, and if you have some awesome tips, then we'll talk about them on the next episode. Yeah, this next point that she's about to read, hopefully, is like my favorite. I love this one. Yeah, so, okay, this one asked, are you afraid that you'd lose your partner if, if you would go against their wishes or do you think you'd hurt their feelings if you don't do something for them? I get fired up thinking about that. So tell me why. I feel because like you've got 
I've been that Some person. Some experiences, yeah, okay. I've been that person in almost every relationship I've ever been in. Maybe not my high school one, because I feel like that was just so innocent and beautiful that who knows <laughs> what happened there. I'm just kidding. But my, like my first relationship, mm-hmm. I was with him. Like I said, he called me his girlfriend for like nine months, but we were together for two years. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that was just a bout of disrespect for myself mm-hmm. because I'd let him, you know, not call me his girlfriend and I'd let him only have me come over in the night. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I was one of those people. And I never wanted to just be like, dude, fuck you. Like, yeah. take me out, treat me like a nice young yeah. lady. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't until I had moved on and found someone new that he was like, well, I shouldn't have been like that, or I shouldn't have done those things. It's yeah. like, yeah, you fucking shouldn't. Maybe you'll treat the next person nicer. Exactly, but it's not. you're like, it's too late for me. And honestly, I would never even say that to his face. I probably would have been like, it's okay. Yeah. You know? And my God, I, I have been like this. I have been that person so much that the advice I always give is like, no, you need to know what you need, and you need to be able to speak up for yourself, even yeah. though I can't. I'm like that meme that says, me with all my issues trying to give my friends advice. (laughs) (laughs) That's 100% me because I know like you should respect yourself and you should. Oh, it's so hard to take your own advice. It is. And I always, I am such a coward with confrontation that I'm always just like, no, it's okay that you did this really crappy thing. It's fine. It's fine. I used to be like that too, for sure. And now I, not so much. I'll be like, that's not okay. Like that's not okay. Or that wasn't okay. I think I've been there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks. It sucks because you feel like you're walking on eggshells. Like you can't open up and be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you're not being, you're not able to be yourself. And Honestly, that's what like it is. In this relationship too. Yeah, same. And I think you kind of have to know when to pick your battles. And it's okay yeah. to reflect and be like, is this as big of a deal as I'm making it in my head? You know, maybe yeah. take a little bit of time. But sometimes it is as big of a deal as you think it is, and you should be okay upsetting them. Yeah, like, and I think not everything, like I said, is sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes it's kind of shitty. I something that I I, I experienced in the past and am better about now is mm-hmm. that if like there was an argument or something, and it didn't necessarily get resolved, or I thought about it later, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, you know what, I'm just. I'm the type of person I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get over it. Like, mm-hmm. but now I'll bring it back up and be like, you know what? This actually is bothering me. Like if yeah. something's on my mind and it's bothering me, I just say it at now. And I used to not, but I, now I'll just say it. I'll be like, I'm not going to spend my whole day thinking about this. Yeah. Like, like, I'm going to just get it out there and we are going to move past it. We're going to figure it out, talk about it, whatever. And we're going to move past it. You're one of those, like, it's just funny how. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same way. If something is simmering inside of me, I'll say it. Yeah. It's not like, because I think that's also not fair to you. Oh, that it's That something's not. just simmering inside of you and you feel like you're not comfortable saying it. I... If you have a good partner, they might get mad, but they're going to talk to you about it. Yeah. They're going to be like, you're going to figure it out. Off, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, I think like letting stuff simmer like that and then just kind of like oh i'm just gonna get past it Mm -hmm. and not bringing it back up i think that is probably the biggest cause of resentment yeah and that's also like one of the biggest self-respect things yeah 
respecting yourself enough to be like, no, I need to stand up for myself. That's part of the ha- happiness. Happiness. It's part of the <laughs> happiness that you have to find within yourself. Yes, exactly. Oh, we're so good. So <laughs> we are so fucking insightful, man. You're welcome. Um, this the second part of that was, uh, do you think you'd hurt their feelings if you don't do something for them? I think that's kind of something that we just talked about, about bending over backwards for someone. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to do something, then just hurt their feelings and tell them no. Um, <laughs> She's really impassioned right now. <laughs> no, for real. That's, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. And th- okay. There's going to be like some compromises, obviously, but don't feel like you have to say yes to everything. Like, don't be a yes man for your whole life. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm just, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. And to say no sometimes, you know, let them know what you need. So um, this other article that we are kind of looking from right now was from lovepinky.com, which is just so great. Well, um, (laughs) I don't know what that is, but me neither. And it talked about five situations that could um, arise from low self-respect. The first one was you lose your voice in a relationship. Which we just which, said. Yes. So we just talked mm-hmm. about that. The second one was you become a puppet. Uh, so that's like you just believe that you have nothing to value or add to the relationship. You're kind of just. That's so sad. Isn't that sad? Like that breaks my heart. I hope that you're not feeling like that like, in a relationship. I don't have the greatest self-esteem in the whole world, but like I know I give some stuff to my relationship. Yeah. Like if oh. you are, honestly, girls, if you're, or guys, if you're sitting there feeling like you're not getting, you're not giving anything to this relationship and like your partner is making you feel like they do everything and you do nothing, that's not true first of all unless you're insanely lazy and all you do is sit on the couch all day yeah and throw wrappers on the floor and <laughs> maybe take care of yourself yeah but then that's like a whole self-care thing and could you imagine someone just listening to our podcast doing that wrappers right on the floor? I'm like they said i'm worth everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah be smart about who we're talking to okay um but it's more so than not that you are adding something to the relationship so don't feel like you're not and if you feel like you're not then there's some other issues in your relationship that i'm sure we've already covered that you probably need to bring up and think about just know that you're a valuable person yeah even if even if all you do is pay the bills no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) hey that's helpful everybody everybody has some kind of value i don't know everybody in the whole world but you know you don't you have some kind of value Um, the number three on this list, sorry, was that you're not taken seriously. So yeah, you should, I just, I have talked about this before. You should not be treated like a child in your relationship. Um, Or in your life. Yeah. I have a story. I want to hear it. Okay. So at that point in my life when I had zero self-respect, okay, I hadn't, like, I did not have any self-esteem or anything like that. I'm not trying to be a sob story, but I did notice in my life I was like a joke to everybody. Like everyone would make fun of me. No, I. <laughs> this is breaking my heart. I'm not trying to, but like, I like I noticed that my family would always be like, "Shanila, what are you even doing with your life?" Or you know, like, yeah. "Oh, you can't afford your rent this month. Did yeah. you not work?" You yeah. know, they would always point things out about me. My oldest brother would always make me cry Aww. every time we had family dinner and I'd be like why are you such a dick you know like <laughs> I'd always get mad but then I noticed 
in my life once things started kind of coming together a little bit more. Yeah. And I noticed I cared for myself a little more. Yeah. My brother doesn't make me cry anymore. My yeah. family's actually a lot more respectful to me. They're like, oh, you're doing You were things. like at a low point in your life. And they kicked me while I was <laughs> down. They kicked you while you were down. Maybe I needed to Damn be kicked. It. But yeah, maybe, maybe because I needed that. maybe I needed the they had already gone through the parts of like trying to help you and they that wasn't have. working. And so then it came They're to like, a point where like, what maybe the if fuck we talk are you doing? <laughs> Maybe we make her feel just god awful about herself. Yeah. Well, but yeah, nobody took me seriously. And I think that now that I respect myself a little bit more and care about myself, now they don't do not just my family. I made my family sound really crabby, but you know, they're just my first example. Yeah. But it happened with a lot of people in my life. Well, I'm glad that I you've figured my risen from the ashes. I have risen. I'm the fucking phoenix. <laughs> love it. Um, number four on that list was love turns to gratitude. And so what this means um, in the article that it says, instead of experiencing a balanced relationship with equal love, you start to believe that your partner is worthy of a person who's so much better than you. Um, and again, I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, that is so sad. It is sad. I've been there too. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, I've I been there. Like- I've been there. When I started dating my current boyfriend, he was just so much better and different than anyone I'd ever dated that I was like, why are you with an animal like me? (laughs) What is so cool about me that you like me so much? Mm -hmm. You're freaking obsessed. (laughs) And I love it. Well, I I learned to love it, but at first I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Really skeptical. And I would often see girls and be like, I feel like she'd be a better match for you. And you'd always be like, I don't even know that person. Yeah. (laughs) You know, everybody has a little bit of insecurities. Mm -hmm. I do too. Yeah. I think even in my relationship now. You could get that girl over there. You could get that girl over there. Why are you with me? But like, he's, we're good at reassuring each other all the time. And like, yeah. And even just recently, he's like, I don't know those people like i'm not with you just for your looks or anything like girls there's more to you than just that like you know and i don't expect to find that in someone else Um, something about you is unique yeah so everybody everybody out there there's something about you that's unique unique about everybody and we have to find matches exactly that's the thing is there's a match for you and Mm -hmm. so if you feel like you're the one maybe yeah like there, it's a little bit obviously. So we're saying it's kind of okay to feel sometimes like, you know, your partner could do better. But if you just feel unworthy, I feel like you're probably for again. I'm. I think you're probably being too harsh on yourself. Too harsh on yourself. Also, probably being talked down to in some way. Oh, and yeah. like you know, someone's putting that thought in your head. I think um, if it's your boyfriend or if it's people, you know, just around you, around you kind of. Don't listen to the haters, though. It, but if it's your boyfriend that's making you feel that way, like, you're you're not in a healthy relationship. Yeah, that's not nice. Treat, have somebody... Be with someone who treats you nice. Yeah. That's Please. self-respect. <laughs> Number five was love starts to crumble. So, again, if your partner starts to believe that uh, they could do better, you're not good enough for them, and then you voice your opinion and... and there's always fighting and... They don't respect your they opinion don't, anymore yeah. at this point. They don't think you're worthy of being heard. Mm-hmm. Like, really, I mean, like, the relationship will just crumble yeah. if, if you oh, I remember. don't have any self-respect. Do you know what the secret is? Tell me. It's like a, it's like a, it was like a cult back in, I want to say the early 2000s. There was like this thing, it was a book called The Secret. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah. it was like I a big thing. I watched the video. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the book. Yeah, there was a book and a video. And it was basically the key was like, whatever you put out into the world is what you'll get back. Yeah. The thing that made me skeptical at the time was whenever he said, if you have a lot of debt, you must have put it out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> that you deserved all this debt. Anyway, beside the point, I was just always like, well, that's bullshit. But, <laughs> but I do believe this was self-respect and self-love. Like, if you love yourself and respect yourself, I feel like that just radiates off of you. Yeah. And if you're positive and you put things out into the world that are good, that's what you get back. Because I agree. Yeah, because I've noticed that in a lot of areas in my life, like, if I just be positive about even shitty situations Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't turn out so bad because i'm like well that could have been worse yeah (laughs) but it it, putting something out into the world and being positive in your mind will help um bring that back to you i feel the same way yep just um i know you're great at it too but i know you know if you walk into a room and Mm -hmm. you're you're going to carry your energy with you into that mm-hmm. room. So if you're a negative and you're going to bitch as soon as you get into the room and complain about what's going on, and we know people like this. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else in that room is going to kind of... are sweating <laughs> thinking about this. Everybody else in that room is going to like, their mood's going to change to that, to your mood. Mm-hmm. But if you walk into a room and you're in a good mood, there might be people that are already in a shitty mood in that room. And you're going to bring a little bit of positivity in the, yeah. that room and maybe, like, lift them up a little bit. And other people are going to benefit from it, too. So, um, I have to have my coffee first. But after that, I'm usually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I feel you there. <laughs> when I first get there, they're like, are you mad? I'm like, no. <laughs> I just haven't woken up I'm yet. just <laughs> half asleep still. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It, it definitely radiates the happiness, the positivity. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's something I learned between relationships was that... I create my own happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've even said that to my boyfriend, like, especially at the beginning of our relationship, I, was, I never said, like, you make me happy. I would just say, like, you add happiness to my life or something, yeah. you know, like, I I was careful. And now I'm like, a whatever, like, he knows what I mean. But yeah. I was careful how I would say it just mm-hmm. because you don't I, want them to think yeah, that I'm happy on happy. my own. And then, yes, I even in negative situations around negative people, I try to be the happy, positive, mm-hmm. half glass full type of person. Yeah. So. For my, for me, like my boyfriend can be pretty negative. Mm-hmm. So somebody actually told him because he's gone through some things. Yeah. And somebody told him like, if you just say five things that you're grateful for at the end of the day and at the start of the day, it'll help rewire your brain. Yeah. And I thought he was going to look at that person and be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but well, he said, no, I want to try it. That's good. Okay, so my boyfriend can be a negative person too. So, um, and just like same sort of, you know, you know, same sort of Just life happens. Life happens. I try to not, I mean, I try to be the positive Mm -hmm. aspect in that. Not like overly, obviously, like to like. I'm kind of a dick. I'm like, well, what about the other side? Yeah, but (laughs) I I am. Be on my fucking side. (laughs) Yeah, I will just be like, well, you know, it could have been worse. Like at least, (laughs) at least this didn't happen, you know, and kind of just try to shed some light on whatever situation. I think that's great that your boyfriend is like, no, I'm going to try that. That's the thing is they have to be willing to try try things to help them. Mm -hmm. If they're just going to be like, no, like I'm just going to be pissy and negative and pessimistic all the time and not even try. Like that, that's not even going to work. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to just try at some point yeah. if you want to change. Otherwise, you don't want to change. And if you don't want to change being this negative, be around pissy person. Negative people you yeah, want. go join a club. 
But anyway, <laughs> join the self-love club. Yeah. Not in a dirty way, you perverts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that the, is that? Yeah, that's, that's a good. That's it. Good way to wrap it up. I think okay. it was a little bit of a positive note there on the end. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, so what are we playing this week, Shanila? We're going to play a game of Would You Rather. I found some. I thought I think they're good. I love doing this when I don't know what the questions are. It's hilarious. Because my answers are just on she the spot. She shocks me sometimes. It's great. She's I'm shocking. <laughs> All right. So play along if you would. Send us some Would You Rathers or some Love Them or Leave Them. Yeah. Or if you're s- Never Have I Ever. I honestly love the Never Have I Ever. So do I. So send those in at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com. Or into our DMs um, on Instagram mm-hmm. at two girls talking about commitment. Slide in. All right. Would you rather be happy and content but not achieve much or never be satisfied but achieve a lot? Oh, okay. Oh, that's hard because I want to achieve so much. Um, but I honestly think probably the first one. I want to be happy and content. And maybe I don't achieve a bunch. But as long as I'm happy and content. Yeah. Then like I, I this I last can, year. I think you can edit that happy and content to be like, you know, achieve part of your goals. Maybe yeah. you don't get everything. but Exactly. And I really like in my life that pertains pretty well. So um <laughs> Yeah, I, I might not get everything I want, but uh, and life might not work out how I want it to, but mm-hmm. I want to be happy and content in the end of it all. So I'm going to do things that still make me happy. Like, it's, if something stops making me happy, then I'm probably I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm just don't do that thing. I'm not going to do that thing anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I like that one. I like that one too. And I think I would rather be happy and content, but not achieve much. Because I feel like that's where I'm at in my life right now. Same. People are always like, when are you going to go back to school? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? And I'm like, listen, listen. I'm in my job. I'm in my job. I'm in a good relationship. Can I just hang out? Just enjoy it. Like you are happy and Mm -hmm. content. Enjoy it. It's so annoying because life is always like, well, when's the next raise? When's the next promotion? When's the next promotion? (laughs) I'm never going to have one of those, obviously. I don't even know the word for it. But yeah, I would much rather just be happy and content and not be, you know, CEO or CEO in 2019. I terms. love that. That's cute. <laughs> um, I was going to say, too, like this last year has really been, for me, I've just mm-hmm. focused on that. Like, if it makes me happy, like it is my life. If it mm-hmm. makes me happy, then I'm going to do it. And if it stops making me happy, then I'm mm-hmm. going to stop doing it. And I've really blocked out a lot of outside input yeah. into my life because in it the end, happy. yeah, in the end, at the end of the day, uh, if I'm happy, mm-hmm. then why does it matter if someone else, we spend a lot know, of time trying to please other people, I think. Yeah. Like I can't make someone else happy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and, not your job and it's not my job too. So unless they pay you to do that, like a life coach. True. Which I'm not one. You so maybe someday. What's the next one? <laughs> I already know your fucking answer, but I'll ask it anyway. (laughs) Maybe I'll throw you. (laughs) Would you rather take a vow of celibacy or take a vow of silence? Silence. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I already know her fucking answer, but I guess I'll ask it. Um, I I mean... I'm like a... You know, I think it was in the... But it's a vow of silence, so even if you aren't celibate, you can't make noise. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> You're just like, 
<laughs> I can make facial expressions. <laughs> I learned oh a sign God. language. <laughs> See, there's so many ways around that one. The other one, there's just no ways around it. That's I mean, true. I guess there is. I mean, you could join the self-love club. Yeah. <laughs> and we are talking about that self-love club this time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd rather take a vow of silence, too. Yeah, I knew I could, it. I could 100% just be in a room alone and not talk to anyone for, like, forever. Yeah, yeah. I am a silent stream, not a babbling brook. That is from a... Mm. I think that's from the Five Love Languages book. Silent stream, not a babbling brook. You know, there's those people that, like, you're in the car and you turn the music on, like, you just want to listen to the music, but they want to talk the whole six-hour like, road trip. Bitch, listen, I ha- my favorite song, haven't you noticed? I restarted it six times because yeah. your story is too long. Yeah, <laughs> like, or they just want to talk the whole time, or they'll just be like, talk to me. What do you want to talk about? Let's play a game, blah, blah. I'm like, we can just sit here in silence Let's and look, look at the at scenery. Yeah. I'm that person. I'm like, we don't have to just talk the whole time. I like to say... That I'm an extroverted introvert. Explain. So in certain scenarios, like at work or oh, yeah. in small groups, I like to talk a lot. Yeah. But for the most part, I just really like to be inside, not doing anything. Yeah. Because I took a, sorry, this is off topic, but I took a test once, like an aptitude test. Yeah. And it said I should be a librarian, a chaplain, or a mortician. Because none of those. <laughs> Hilarious. None of those people talk a lot. <laughs> the thing was like. It seems like you like to work alone. and <laughs> That's so funny. And then everyone was like, really, you? And I was like, yeah, because I'm an extroverted introvert. That's so true, though. Because you are, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I know that. Like, I you. don't go out of my way to be social. No, but all. you are super good at, like, holding conversation with people and, in, like, groups and stuff. And yeah. you're funny and easy to talk to. So, I mean, frick, you're doing a podcast. How introverted can you be? <laughs> They can't see me. That's true. My We're invisibility cloak on. We are in my house. I never had to leave to do this. That's true. All right. <laughs> okay, next one. Would you rather be in a bad relationship for the rest of your life or have no significant other for the rest of your life? Honestly, I think I'd rather have no significant other. We have to start finding some that we don't agree on because me too. I know. <sighs> Maybe it's this one. Like what level of bad, you know what I mean? <laughs> Because I'm a bad, like you, you know, it's bad. Your family knows it. Like everybody knows it's bad. It's a bad relationship. Like he just, okay. But what are percentages here? Like, does he just suck 100% of the time? Or is it bad? Like you feel bad every day. Yeah. Okay. I guess I, I don't know, man. I really like having a significant. (laughs) I would rather, I 100% would rather just be alone forever. Just yeah, and be, I will go travel the world, hang out with girlfriends. You know, I've got my goals still. Okay, maybe you're probably right. Girl, this is self-respect. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. I should probably do the no significant <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> As I disrespect myself on the self-respect episode, I'm like, mm, how bad is he? Like a bad boy? We're like reflecting. he rides a motorcycle? No, I like bad boys too. That's We're true. not talking about that though. Okay, like he's bad to you. Okay, yeah. okay, fine. I'd rather have no significant other for the rest of my life. Anyway, so... <laughs> Would you would you rather wear comfortable clothes for the rest of your life or fashionable clothes for the rest of your life? Honestly, fashionable. <laughs> I would wear but who's a trash them? <laughs> I, I mean, that's not in the scenario. You're made of money. Okay, yeah. You're loaded. If, yeah, fashionable. I'd get I'd be dressed up every day. I'm but just, it's not comfortable. It doesn't say it's uncomfortable, it just says okay, fashionable. You can't no. No, you can't you're not wearing nice athleisure. This is like 
either you get to be comfortable or you get to be fashion. Kim K wears sweats every day and they call that fashion. Yeah, but have you seen like the, the shoes she's in when she's doing that? You so, have to wear the shoes. That's some high heels. Yeah, that's not comfortable on your feet. I don't know. I'd rather be comfortable. All right. Well, this is something we disagree on. There you go. I'd rather be comfortable. She just eye-rolled me. <laughs> um, One that I heard on You Up that I liked. Would you rather date someone? They're 27. Red flag or deal breaker. Okay. They have no credit, but also no debt. I Not a deal breaker, so I guess a red flag. Uh, yeah. I feel the same because that's kind of like... I'm covered in debt and I have no good credit, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel you there. I mean, my credit's okay, but um, who knows, actually. I haven't but dude, checked when they were talking about it, I was just like, I never even think about that. I feel like credit scores come up a lot the older you get in dating. Yeah, but I'm like, I mean, I guess, because if you're going to get married, yeah, I mean, that'll affect things. This keeps coming up and I'm like, fuck. I know, and I talked to my mom about that. Okay. And she said that there is like 10 states in the nation. After she listened to our episode, she'd call me and like informed me. Okay. Flashback to to the finances episode. Yeah. My mom informed me that there's like 10 states in the nation Mm -hmm. that are community property states. And so when you get married, Mm -hmm. your debts do combine. And so they. Is Texas one? Texas is one. And if you are married, like you can't buy a house without your spouse's name being on it. You could not do it yourself if you're married. Oh, yeah. Good you're- thing we're not married right now. <laughs> Update. Uh, house hunting. Oh, yeah. I am currently house hunting. The finances episode actually really helped me. Yeah, it did because, me too. Because, like, we're trying to rapid save now. Yeah. So now I'm literally like, where can every single penny go? Mm-hmm. How fast can I save X amount of dollars? Yeah. And it's stressful but i think that it's gonna be I took, worth it i did take some of the advice and i was like okay what do i need to do how can i make this yeah, happen yeah that's awesome i hope it helped other people let us know at tgtac podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. all right that's all i had okay well thanks for listening we love you guys we'll see you next time make sure you follow us on instagram give us a like or and love on itunes and spotify see you next week guys bye bye, bye.